Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Are you looking for a podcast where the hosts keep it real? Then add the Let's Get Cancel podcast to your playlist. This is the official podcast of your host, Casual Ninja. Join Ninja and his co-host as they discuss all kinds of topics. They discuss dating, current events, life in New York City, and a whole lot more. But be warned, Let's Get Cancel is extremely entertaining. The Let's Get Cancel podcast, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Anchor, Amazon Music, Amazon Audible, Google podcast overcast breaker radio public and pocket cast add the let's get canceled podcast to your playlist right now let's get canceled podcast what's up people this is another episode of let's get canceled podcast and do we have a show for you today this is casual ninja casual. <laughs> and born trucker Today we're going to talk about sex workers. Oh, this is a topic I know everybody was just waiting for us to get to. We finally going to do it. Now, controversial. Now, the thing about sex workers, apparently, I'm going to say mainly women in the industry, not not men, because it's mostly women in the industry that you hear most about. Well, well, let's define sex workers first. Okay. What is a sex worker? Basically, any uh, any type of job that involves your body for profit. So it could be stripper, it could be porn star, it could be cam model, it could be OnlyFans models, it could be a bartender, or it could be uh, some liquor chicks who you know who sort of licking shit at the bars and shit. There's always half like naked and everything. Yeah, I forgot the name, but yeah, server girls. Yeah, things in that nature, that, that's all sex workers. All right, I'm going to drop this definition now. All right. Sex workers are, are any individual that trade money or resources for sexual acts. Facts. That's it. Now, it doesn't necessarily have to be physical contact because with this whole internet shit, we got people doing camps. Yeah. But now, I don't know if I, I would necessarily include all strippers. Mm-hmm. Because that's kind of like a simulator act, and depending on the individual stripper, that's all she's doing. Now, okay. I do. I am aware that you got some strippers that be tricking on the side. Of course, but I can't include them necessarily because that's not the totality of their work. All right. You got us. I mean, I don't do strip clubs. I really don't. So I would just take a guess that. The majority of the females in there, they're not tricking on the side, but there is some. That's just what it is. Okay. Well, that gets to the point I'm trying to make from jump. It seems like, you know, and, and take them, take OnlyFans, for example, there's some of uh, shutting down the adult content version of their site. Which uh, they rescinded. Yeah, you know, they, they changed it, right? Yeah, they changed it. I know. A lot of female sex workers think this lifestyle has no consequences. 
you know, and I don't even mean being ostracized from community. I just mean like levels to <laughs> to this cost of living. I mean drug habits, mental habits, and the way and definitely self respect. So let's just get down to the main gritty. The reason why sex workers are not respected because it's frowned upon because it's effortless. There's no skills to it. Nah, I ain't gonna say there's no skill to it. Definitely a skill to that. No, I say that. All right. Uh, I'll put it in these terms. Every man will deny being with a hoe. We men will deal with a hoe because she's good at what she do. Be it she got that good cooch. She got that good mouth. She's extra affectionate, whatever it is. That's why you fuck with the hoe. She's extra with it. Yeah, see, a guy will fuck a hoe, but he won't marry a hoe. Not all the time. <clears throat> not all the time. Well, but I, it does I happen. Mean, but I'm not, I don't want to yeah. talk about the exception. Yeah, I'm not even talking about the exception. I'm talking about the actual just generalization of it. Because right. it seems like females don't understand that sex work has consequences. Longevity consequences. Well, I think this newer generation doesn't really understand that. I think the older generation understood that if I get if I get myself involved in sex work, <clears throat> I'm gonna decrease my value to anybody else. Exactly. Because you're using the one thing that everybody considers to be an intimate personal act and you're commercializing. Yeah, and it, and it's being selfish. So I'll explain. You're not thinking about how your image is on the internet forever. So you're not thinking about how one of that might affect your, ch- your children, whether you have daughters or, or, or sons. Like, if anybody recognizes their mom or dad, there's going to be repercussions. They're going to be teased and bothered at school and all, the, all type of stuff like that. And especially if you're single, I'll say more so for a woman than a man. It's more troubling for women when they find out, you know, um, when they spouse find out they're a porn star or something like that, the man won't have it. Now, if a man's a porn star, I can't see him having the same thing out in the outside world, like yeah, married and shit, because it's not really too frowned upon what comes to men, but it's frowned upon what comes to women. So there is a double standard. Nah, trust me, there ain't no double standard. Well, ain't too many females out there trying to fuck with Brian Pumper, Lexus and Steele, on a relationship tip. Yeah, but you know, besides uh, the the old school porn star who recently got arrested for rape, Rod Jeremy. Yeah, who was yeah. the man at one time. Yeah, but you don't really hear too many male porn stars having... And I'm not saying they don't, but you don't even hear it being announced to the world. They're having like, issues finding spouses and shit. But you hear that I with mean, female workers all the that's time. That's just the male condition. We don't, we don't talk about shit like that. We just live in our existence. Well, you just made another good point because whatever issues a man have, we don't complain about it. We deal with it. I like, you know, I like women when they have issues like they look cancer only fans or anything that goes against what they do. That's going to make that, you know, a lot of money. They it's an uproar. There's a movement. all type of shit. It's not the same for dude. I mean, they're the ones that want equality. Yeah, but there's a price. Yeah, and we know the price. Yeah, all guys know the cost of what they're doing when they go into it. 
So what what's your what's your take on it? You know, besides the image is tarnished forever. Now, now, is there a way to get out of it? Yeah, there is. If you do it for a certain amount of time, change your name and all, just change your whole identity, move, then you have a chance to just live a normal life. So your past will catch up with you. But when it comes to people who are in there for longevity, and this is what they they want to be known for, that just prepare and know what comes with it. <laughs> well, see. Across the board for your average man. No average man wants a woman that's been ran through. Facts. Just because for him, it, it I think what it shows is the lack of discipline for who she is as a person. Which means that's a big risk for me because I want somebody that's going to be committed, loyal and faithful to me. But just the way that you've moved in your life demonstrates that you can't do that. Well, not just that. It's also, even though men dabble into it, for a woman, it's considered degrading because it's just like it might provide fast money and a certain type of freedom. But then people looking at you like, you willing to go this low for, for a check? Then that's why the respect to, in that industry is so low. Because like, if you want to do this for a check, what else do you want to do? Yeah, but then a counter-argument would be, well, there might be little respect. But if there was little respect, how are they able to make so much money? Yeah, like I said, there's, there's positive and negative. But I think the positive and negatives of the industry equals I think they balance each other stuff out. It's like, once you choose that life, you know what you're getting yourself into and there's no turning back from it. I mean, take, yeah, take Monica Lee, for example. She did porn for a short period of time, and she started doing sports anchoring. But guess what? Now, the whole time she's been a sports anchor and getting married, they still see her as Maya Cleef for the porn star the entire time. And now she's Who's even this? What's that? Who was it? You said, what was her name? Yeah, Mike, Maya Cleef. Okay. Yeah, she did sports anchoring for a time, but people still looked at her as a porn star. And it's funny that her engagement recently ended. Now she's talking about going back and doing OnlyFans now. So just like, did you really put your past behind you? No. When you know you can always run back to that and get the bag, the temptation is always there to do it forever. Mm-hmm. That's where you came from. And the funny thing, you, you, and you kept your porn star name going into a different field. So how could they forget? Uh, you still, you know, and the fun, as much as she bashed the adult industry, she's still, she's still a product of it. She can't, she can't run from herself. I, in my opinion, I think it's some form of laziness when it comes to sex work. Not saying it is not a skill, but it's just like, it's, no, it's not the, a skill. You, well, you just said but it does take skill. Okay, okay, okay. The positives are only for you, but at the same time, to the rest of the world, it's just a negative for you at the same time. So it's a, it's a double-edged sword. You can't win some, you can't lose some. All right, so let's. Let's talk about the differences in the sex worker trade. So if there was a hierarchy of sex trade workers, one being the lowest, maybe up to five, who would you put at the bottom of that sex trade as far as workers are concerned? I would say bartenders and cam girls. And so cam girls would be the bottom. 
no, no. Kangaroos would be number two. Trippers would be number one. Bartenders would be three. Due to the fact that they're not mainstream and they're not seen over the world, so I would say bartenders and strippers, they can't, especially cam girls, they have a better chance living a normal life outside they work because they're not mainstream. Because I, me personally, I don't know, know no cam girls. I personally don't know no strippers. Therefore, but no matter where the porn star go, no matter on the United States or any other country, she's known. So those top three have a better chance of just having a normal life. And they might know into a certain circle, but their circle ain't enough or is not worldwide to affect their life completely in a negative, oh. negative fashion. I think you miss someone, the lowest of the low, mm-hmm. as far as society is concerned, is the streetwalker, the prostitute. You know, yeah, yeah. You know what? We didn't even name the prostitute in sex work. That's funny. You know, it's funny. It's like that's that's the original job of a woman from even from biblical days. Yep. I, I just didn't even consider it due to the fact that yeah, that's even lower than cam girl, bro. See, I'll put the the cam girl a little bit higher. Only because it's perceived that she's not actually engaging in physical contact. Yeah. She's performing a sexual act, basically a fantasy, but she's not actually touching nobody. Okay. But with your prostitute, your escort, just physical contact. Yeah. So when we when you talked about the whole relationship thing going forward, I think what affects that is when you're a prostitute or even an escort, your ideation of men is going to go down. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Especially when you hear certain interviews like on Shout Outs to Soft White Underbelly to these prostitutes saying that most of their customers are married men. Of course. That don't necessarily prompt her to try to get out the lifestyle, meet a man and have a family because she already knows that a lot of her customers have that but still come to her for sexual satisfaction. And that's true. So at the very bottom for me, street walkers. They put up, they got the most danger. And they still do it, regardless of rape or getting robbed. They do the most. Mm-hmm. You know, a cam girl, here's the, diff- like, here's the difference between a, a street walk and a cam girl. A cam girl might have, let's get crazy, 2,000 guys watching her perform sexual acts, right? Mm-hmm. But again, she doesn't really have any physical contact with anybody. She's going through the motion. Street walker, she's going to try to do as many guys in one night to get the most money she can. Facts. She's willing to put herself in the most danger that she can to make the most. And then depending on if she's a renegade or if she got a pimp is how her money's going to be distributed. So if she got a pimp, you know she's giving up all that bread to him. Of course. If she a renegade and she making 800 a night, the part to me that's never added up is that you got these females out here making this kind of money but you ain't going nowhere. 800 a night? 
800 a day. Yo, the crazy part is they'll make a decent amount of money in a fast time, but won't use the money to get out the life. So it goes to show you sometimes it's not even just about the money. It's the fact that they just rather just do it as a living. Well, to me, a lot of them, a high percentage of them are actually on drugs. Oh, definitely. A lot of them can't even do what they're doing if they wasn't. Right. So they're doing this to support a habit and themselves. Mm-hmm. Now, the sad part is that a lot of these sex workers have a past where they may have been molested or raped. And usually when we talk about the molestation aspect, it's not a family friend, it's a family member. So that destroys the female's trust of all men, not just men she don't know. I had a family member do this to me. I can't trust no man now. As opposed to the woman that may have been raped by somebody she don't know, now she'll just have a distrust for men she don't know. Yeah, but isn't it weird that if a woman becomes raped or, you know, when she is in her youth, anything like that, that instead of how you hate men and become a whore, that that that, that always, like, was a question I always had to ask. Cause I never understood that. It's like you got raped and now you hate men, but the same men you hate, you'd rather just do the same act just to live off it to add to your trauma. Like, it's just confusing to me. Well, it's part of just being broken or toxic. You're going to do what makes you feel comfortable. Now, what happens when you flip that switch, that sexual switch on a person? Mm. Unless they get the right guidance and assistance, help. They're going to continue down that path because when you flip that switch too early, in a sense, it makes them feel like this is what's supposed to be done. This is what a man wants. This is how I'm supposed to behave around a man. But until they get that assistance, that help to make them realize that what was done to them is wrong, mm-hmm. they're not going to get it. Especially when you're talking about a family member that did. Because the family members are the one, like men are supposed to be the protectors. Right. They're supposed to look out for the one, make sure they're good. But when you got the same men that are supposed to protect you, raping you, molesting you, it dissolves your trust in it across the board. And the bad part is that, especially in our community, seeking out therapy is a no-no because it automatically means you're crazy. When in actuality, what it means is I need to sit down and talk to somebody because I've had a great trauma occur. I don't know how to cope with it. I need somebody to help me out with coping. Yeah, I'm not sure okay. why that's uh, therapy is such a bad stigma in the black community. I mean, don't get me wrong, even I felt that way at a time when I thought I needed therapy. But, you know, it is what it is. is, Who's the therapist we normally gonna see? And one time, the only people that were really in therapy were white folk. We don't trust white people for the most part. So how am I gonna expect you to help me out with some of my most deepest, darkest secrets? So I understand it, but we in a different age now where there's a lot of us doing therapy for us and the biggest problem is that a lot of us want to just say oh i'm gonna pray on it the most high is gonna help me get through this okay but that's never the case nope not to say the most high don't play a part 
But if you don't do the work, how is just praying alone supposed to get you past that trauma? Because what it comes down to is when I'm speaking with a therapist, I'm getting automatic feedback. When you're dealing with the most high, you might have to wait for an answer to come through. Yeah, not, and not on your time either. <laughs> exactly. So I'm not saying prayer doesn't help. But you got to do more than just pray. You got to sit down. Unfortunately, to an extent, you got to relive it. You got to understand that, especially if you was a child that was molested or raped, and now you're in the sex trade, it wasn't your fault. Your worth is more than what happened to you. Your value is more than what happened to you. That's another thing. Why do victims always think it's their fault? It's a coping method. It's a it's a, a maladaptive behavior that they get because unfortunately in family sometimes yeah the female will report it and the female will be told it's your fault you shouldn't have been up in his face like that you shouldn't have been whatever or you shouldn't dress like that huh or you shouldn't dress like that. Right. So it's like, I shouldn't dress like a little girl. I shouldn't act like a little girl. But too many families protect the molester, the abuser, as opposed to the child. Something that happens mainly down south. No, it happens all over. All over. I've known females in New York, Georgia, California, had the same similar experience, same outcome. They reported it to their mom. Mom was in denial, thinking the child was lying. Protected the abuser as opposed to the abused. That's sad, man. Like, cause like, if I'm a parent, I would leave my child first. Like, yeah. Know. As a man, yeah. But as a woman, she's defending. She's trying to make sure she's not alone or whatever. And that's the sad part. But it's not even a matter of them being alone all the time. Sometimes this woman might be married. And the abuser wasn't the husband. It might have been a brother or a cousin. Or a friend. Or a friend or an uncle. You know, but what happens is, again, when the child reports it, the woman doesn't follow up on that report, which further breaks down a female's concept of what a man is. So in turn, what, what they tend to do or what it seems that they do, I'm going into sex work. One, because it's going to make me good money. And two, it's almost like a sick revenge. Sure. First guy did it. He did it for free. Now to make every man afterwards pay for it. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a, there's a dark side to his life because not every woman who's in sex work is successful. Some some women in sex work are actually struggling because they have it takes over their life. Yep. And so don't think every sex worker is living in a nice house. They got their family because that's not that's not the norm. Nope. And most, I mean, most girls in life, yeah, they got a nice house, nice car, 
but they spend their money on liabilities, which is going to force them to continue to be in the industry long term, spending money in so wildly like that. Well, not even that. How about the fact that the majority of strippers that do strip have reported, in order for me to do my job, I got to alter my level of consciousness. Be it I got to get drunk, I got to sniff some coke, smoke some weed, just in order to do the job. Because they know that even though that man is sitting in front of her throwing money at her, he's still looking down on her. Facts. You're just a piece of meat. Satisfy me. And once I'm satisfied, get the step. But a lot of it has to do with their own personal self-esteem. So imagine that child that did report it and the parents did something. Now that self-esteem has a chance to be repaired and, and, and uplifted again. Mm. But now when the child is told, nah, they didn't do it or it was your fault, you know something wrong, but the people that are supposed to be protecting you aren't doing that. Well, some some even say that that lifestyle is addicting also. Fast money. How do you go from making 800 a night to 600 a week out of nine to five? Or 800 every two weeks. Exactly. At a nine to five. Yeah, big difference. <laughs> Huge difference. But see, again, a lot of them, they're not doing what they should do with the money because too many of them are addicted to drugs. So they're really trying to support their habits while trying to support themselves. A lot of these sex workers, especially the ones walking the street, have children. Of course. I would honestly have to say 90% of them do not have their children in custody. Oh, facts. Because the nature so. of the job is you work at night. You can't leave your child at home at night. I mean, the most disillusion is they think they're going to stay, keep their looks forever. That's why the older ones, they got some major plastic surgery. Yeah, but see, you got to realize, see, a lot of them don't realize that certain industries, especially in sex trade, have a lifespan on. And mm-hmm. a lot of them, when you're young and everything is firm and you're, you're, you still have some agility to you, you can make that money if you cute. I ain't even talking about the dime ones out there, but if you cute, got a nice little shape on you, you can hold that down. But how many people really gonna do the work to maintain that? I mean, I mean you got a good portion of who, who goes to the gym, keep fitness to do what they gotta do. A lot of them, especially if they get pregnant, they just look sloppy. I mean, you can go to the gym, but see, the thing is, you fade. I don't care how much work you do, eventually that magic you got just because of your looks and your body, it's gonna fade. I don't care how much work you do. And I'm not talking about the exception because you're always going to have the exception. Of course. But I guarantee you that exception ain't in the strip club. Nope. See, certain girls know when to walk away, do it at a certain time, and then and bounce. Yeah, open up a beauty salon, nail place or something. Mm-hmm. But too many of them get caught up in that fast money, that lifestyle. And they can't get away from it because they don't know how to survive without that large bit of money. Because at, at the basis of that, they're not responsible with money on the first place. Mm-hmm. So if I'm making these large amounts of money, but I'm not spending it right, I'm always going to be in a doghouse. But I know if I, if you give me a job making 800 a day, fam, she. That's another standard. A lot of guys say, yo, if I could make this much money just showing my dick, or using it the way girls use it, they would do it too. Yeah, but we ain't built like that. Of course. 
But even so, mm. like, even if I could do it like that, because I thought about going into the industry, but I was like, I've always thought about tomorrow. What's tomorrow going to be like if I do this today? Mm-hmm. And the answer was, well, tomorrow, I might be young, living free, having fun, uh, sex vicariously all over the place, but just because of human nature, I may actually want to be involved and committed with one person. So if I do this and I meet somebody I want to commit to, do I tell them the truth or do I lie to them about what I did? Because if I tell them the truth, what do you think the chances of them staying with me are? Oh, that's the thing. They take that option out their hands by keeping it to themselves. Yeah, but see, some things, especially with the Internet, can't keep to yourself. Nope. It might not be them that finds it, but they're going to have a friend of a friend of a friend that's seen you on tape. Fuck it. I'm doing something sexual. I've heard too many stories like that. So, it's just what it is. I mean, there was a time when you could have been in the porn industry and kept some level of anonymity because you had to go to a store to buy the cassette tapes or the DVDs. And it was only allowed to a a certain age of people then it was only a certain group of people that even participated in Because everybody don't watch porn. I know. Believe it or not. But for those that do and did, they got to go to a certain store at a certain time, pick up the tape, get up out of there. But now, anything that can be done on tape is on on the internet. Yeah. Now you can Google somebody's name. And it'll pop up and let you know what they did and what they didn't do. Yeah, there's no there's no hiding no more. Nah. So you might have got out there and made all this money doing this, but it's a human, it's it's a it's just the fact that most people want some level of companionship. Nobody, I think, really wants to die alone and by themselves. They want to share their lives with somebody else. But when you're young and you've been broken due to sexual abuse or sexual uh, misappropriation, you can't think about the future because all you can think about is right now. I got to live right now. I got to do what I can right now. Because, I mean, I'm going to speak for myself. I could meet the baddest female in the world I ever, ever saw. But the fact that she was in sex work, I don't want you now. Yeah, and that stigma is going to be with her forever. I know you got skills in the bedroom. But how am I supposed to actually believe that you don't look at me as just the next dude? Well, let's clear this up right now. Especially when it comes to females and sex work. I know they say men have a one-track mind, but I feel like women have a one-track mind also. Because women feel like sex is enough to keep a man. And it's not. It's enough to get him. But ain't enough to keep them. No. Yeah, I think that's the misconception women really think about when it comes to men. Well, they all gotta do is give them some sex, they'll be happy. It's like, well, nah, you need to do more than that. As far as black men are concerned, we've been over-sexualized. We the man dingo. So, of course, they're gonna put it out there that all a black man needs is some ass, and he good to go. They don't want to think that there's actually a more complex component to it called our emotions. Yep. 
our feelings, our past, our thoughts, our dreams, our, our wants, our needs. So does a man want sex? Yeah. <clears throat> I would honestly say that any man in a marriage would want sex at least three times a week, at the least. Yeah. And I ain't talking about he trying to blow her back out all the time. He just wants to be able to have that release because the shit builds up in us. Like, I don't want it to build up. But every man can understand when I say, you haven't had sex for a minute. Let's say a month. All right. You start thinking outside the box on how I'm going to get this sex. And it ain't necessarily going to be rational. Because unlike a woman that discharges once a month, we don't discharge. Wet dreams do happen, but they don't happen that frequently. Mm -hmm. So you get a lot of guys that are willing to get involved in bad situations because they want some sex. I'm going to yeah. mess with that hood rat that I know is fucking everybody in the hood just because I want some ass. I'm going to fuck with this sex worker because I want some ass. I'm going to go to that strip club and I'm going to pay this chick 500 to come through on me just for some ass. Now, does it sound like that's desperate on the man's part, or is it natural? What, desperate that you're going to pay somebody to have sex? Yeah. Well, I think there's two schools of thought on that. Um, Let's say you're the guy that can get, that can pick up females. All right. Right? You don't have a real problem meeting women and betting them. And you got a little bit of cheddar in your pocket. I think for him, if he's paying for the sex, just like the guy that don't get a lot of women, the guy that gets the women, you really paying for her to leave. You want what you want. You don't want to have to finagle for it. You want what you want. But for the guy that's lonely, he can't really meet nobody. He's not really that attractive. He's not in shape. You know, he, he kind of might just want some companionship. He might just want to feel like somebody loves him for a little bit of time and he's willing to pay for it. You know, but, you know, don't forget the lonely factor. Everybody get lonely. And just for the moment, if it's going to feel like somebody can't love me and I got to pay for it, well, for that person at that moment in time, it might seem totally rational. Well, let me ask you, regardless of the sex work, uh, girlfriend, wife, regular relationship, do you think the relationship between a man and woman, is it always going to be transactional? It always has been. And no matter what level it is. No matter what level it is, it's always, it always has been. Women trade their sex and beauty for the man's protection and security. Well, now that women are working and, ind and independent, now they feel like they only need a man, period. But that's not that's not true. No, it's not true at all. They just don't need a man in the house all the time. Yeah. Because whenever you call 911, who shows up? A man. Yeah, man. You call the fire department, who shows up? A man. Need your car fixed, who shows up? A man. Facts. Need something repaired in your house, who shows up? A repair man. So it's only in this developed society that we're in that that's something that's become a norm. But you go to other countries that are just as developed as us, women still realize that I need a man for protection, for security. Thanks. You know, it's, 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 it's crazy how we can watch Jose 
come across the border, find his wife, have a $30,000 a year job. His wife is working too, but she'll still make the effort to come home, keep the house clean, cook, make him feel like a man. But a lot of these women out of in America don't feel they need to do that. You know, they've been lied to for so long. Feminism, you know, independent women, all no, all type of shit that just caters to the stigma. Well, feminism was the biggest lie because I don't think it was really thought thought out because if I had a deal where all I got to do is take care of the household, maybe have some kids, and you're going to take care of me and be real with me. And what, by real, I'm talking about even if she, he stepped out of the, the, the household and had an affair, but he's still being real with me about it, I can deal with you because you're honest. But women are now feeling like in my early 20s, my early 30s, I'm going to get out here, get this career. I'm going to have babies later on in life because I can always get a man. But they're realizing that they can't get a man. You 30 plus with one child. Ain't too many dudes signing up to be stepdads. True. We might sign up to hit them skins for a little while and see if it could work and go that way. But the majority of the time, it, it, it busts, it fizzles out. Badass kids, uh, kids sleeping in the bed with y'all, uh, kid disrespectful, but you can't do nothing about it. You know, basically I'm paying for another man's problem. And it's crazy how many of them you meet where the dads either ain't involved or they're not helping out financially. But you want me to come along and hold that burden down. Well, what do I get out of it? Am I getting sex when I want? Are you cooking meals for me? You doing my laundry? You ask me every day how I feel? Nah. But I could go get me a sex worker that'll simulate all that with a girlfriend experience. Now, real quick before we go. A woman who's a sex worker who's been, let's just say porn star, for example. Not, not, porn star, prostitute, don't matter. A woman who's been ran through that many times over the years, could she actually be in a monogamous relationship and just stick to one guy after all that time? No. Not unless she gets some serious help. And I'm talking minimum year and a half of personal therapy. Literally, because your, her idea of a man is going to be diminished. She doesn't see a man as something that protects her, something that secures her, something that uplifts her. She's looking at a man as you, you, you a dollar figure. I can get any one of y'all at any time to pay for what I'm going to give to this man for what, free? Yeah. And they're free. So, no, I don't think any woman coming out of that industry is going to have success in maintaining a relationship. She can always meet a guy, but keeping a relationship, that's where it's going to get real tricky. It's funny you say that, too, because even women who are not sex workers still feel like once they hit a snag in a relationship, instead of working things out, they just feel like, I can get another another one of you. So they're already yeah. like that, they're not, and they're not sex workers. Because they see men as expendable. And it's like, that's not the case. It's like, you left one guy for a better deal. And then when you turn out he's not the better deal, and you really shouldn't have left the original guy, it's not the same thing. 
The, the right, ideology because, actually backfires for women. Right, because they think all they got to do is give a man some, some coochie and yeah. be happy. Yeah, you know what? Just, uh, I ain't going to front. Give me some coochie, I'm going to be happy, but there's a whole lot more I want. Of course. I want somebody to ask me, how was your day? I want somebody to greet me at my door when I come home, say, hey, baby, how was your day? And give me a kiss. Make me feel welcome when I come in my own house. When I lay down in bed, curl up next to me. I know we ain't going to wake up like that, but give me that for a little while. Then move your ass to the other side of the bed because I got this king size and you hot. Get off. (laughs) You know, but the reason why there's such a prevalence in the sex work is because the personal relationship aspect continues to break down. A lot of females out here don't understand what a man wants. So if you don't understand what I want, then how can you give me what I need? But if I did, if I break it down to my most basic needs, sex, a little bit of companionship, and I could pay for it without the headache, shit, why not? Yeah. So do you think sex, women who go into sex work, do you think it's some form of laziness as a life choice to a degree? See, I don't know if it's necessarily lazy because it takes a lot of effort to be a prostitute. I mean, just imagine you up at night from, say, 9 p.m. till 9 in the morning, and you're literally walking around all night long. All night long. Then you get in a car with a guy, and you have sex with him. Now, it's not always sex. Sometimes they just want fillet. They, the guy wants fellatio. That takes some work to do that. Takes some work to understand how a man's anatomy works and stimulate it. So why do women think, you know, we, we all enjoy sex. So why does women think she's doing a man a favor by giving him some sex when it's just a, a natural way of life? It's because of who taught them this. Who, 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 who are telling the women that all a man wants is sex? It's not the mothers that are married. It's single women. Single broken women. Yeah, angry, agitated female. And the ally did not enjoy the sex, but they all but try to use that against us. (laughs) Well, I'm gonna be honest, because I already know because I've spoken to a lot of guys, a lot of dudes don't know what they're doing in bed. I've spoken with lots of females that say guys don't know what they're doing in bed. A lot of guys get in there and they're running a sprint when what she wants is a mini marathon. Too many people are worried about their own personal needs instead of the need of the other person that you having a sexual intercourse with. Yeah. So how many guys can honestly say they know what it takes to satisfy a woman in bed? Because, you know, the sex worker going to make you think you're the bomb. Of course. It's going to make you think you're the, the, the bee's knees. Catch me out. But when you get with a real woman, because it damages both sides. The guys that are participating in this, when you get with a regular woman, do you know what she really needs in that bedroom? Do you know where the clitoris is? Do you know what the labia are? Do you know where the G-spot is? Do you know what her erogenous zones are? Do you know the position she likes? Do you know the position that it takes to get bring her to orgasm quicker than the other position? Do you understand what foreplay does for her? Do you understand how long foreplay takes for her? So when you start breaking this shit down statistically, Real facts, it takes 20 minutes, 20 minutes, 20 minutes, fam, 
for your average woman to reach orgasm, including foreplay. When it only takes the average man, average, that means the majority of men, two minutes to ejaculate. Well, then the numbers are off. <laughs> the numbers are way off because both sides don't understand each other. But where it damages a man is that I get a sex worker, I get exactly what I want. She makes me feel like I'm the bomb. But when I meet another woman, I really don't know how to function. The sex worker, when she meets a regular man, because she sees him as nothing but a dollar symbol, something that is there for her benefit to make money because I'm using my sex. How does she know how to be really intimate with somebody she wants? Mm. How does she know how to be submissive on a level that a man would want? And don't get it twisted. When people think about this word submission, it takes a lot of strength to be submissive. A lot of people think submissive is a weak thing. Nah. Submission is actually one of the hardest things to do, like self-control. But it takes a lot of effort on a person's part to be submissive. You know, I t- you know, I took martial arts for over 30-something years. Mm-hmm. So I'm Aggie from jump. I go from zero to 100 real quick. So to have somebody in my face yelling at me, telling me I did something wrong, I got to be submissive. I can't just jump up in his face and and, and start swinging, not because I think he's going to kick my ass, but because on the opposite end of that, he's trying to make me better. He's trying to show me something that I can be better at. And the reason he's yelling at me now is because I continue to do it wrong and I'm not paying attention. So for, for when we talk about women being submissive, we're actually asking for that strongest female out there. Not yeah, the weakest. Well, you know, Kevin is saying was this a lot of women today are too weak. You know, and I'm not saying like weak as weak, but weak as they don't want to submit. Well, see, that's why I, don't want, I never wanted any of my kids to watch Disney stuff. Disney's going to teach you some bullshit about relationships. You know, most people are raised on Disney, unfortunately. And Disney gives you some fucked up advice about relationships. No, it really does. Sleeping Beauty. Dude came out of his way to kiss her and wake up happily ever after, right? Mm-hmm. Cinderella. Broke chick. Living at home. Parents didn't want her. Living with her stepmom. Her, what was it? Her stepmom or something like that? Yeah, her evil sisters. Evil sisters? Mm-hmm. Some rich, high-value dude picks her out of everybody in there. And he got to find her because she left the slipper. But the whole thing, they don't realize is this is fit. even even pretty woman. He met the prostitute. He said, look, three thousand for the weekend. That's what I'm going to give you. I want you for the whole week and I'm going to give you three gra- three racks. And they happen to fall in love and live happily ever after. Really? Yeah, that's a bit far fetched. <laughs> really? Because there's a whole trust component there that nobody wants to look at. If I got if I if I if I married a chick that was a street walker. And I work at night. What is she doing when I'm not home? Doing the same shit? Possibly. But then at the same time, she might not be. But how many people are willing to roll the dice on that? Very, very few. Very few. Wow. So even though the cam girls feel like I'm not doing the same thing, you're still getting the same level of exposure. You're still showing off something to everybody that most men want to be exclusive with. Mm-hmm. You know, if, I mean, how many guys, you know, want to make that whole chick wife? I say a few of them. 
but that's the exception. And most of the time, we would call them suckers. Yeah. Suckers, simps, all that shit. Pay the man, whatever you want to say. But, you know, the, 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 the part of the issue nowadays is this whole social media, this internet that we got, has given people access to things outside of their geographical location. So, normally... A female would have to pick from the men available in her area. Mm-hmm. That's all she had is a selection. Now you got the internet. People got cards. I can travel four hours to go see a female I want to be involved with. But me being realistic, if I got to travel more than an hour away to you, I'm not trying to do that. That's too much of a, try, a travel for me. Mm-hmm. Just don't want to do it. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking about that on some emergency type itch. Something happened to her. She didn't mean to get over there, but it was going to take me at least an hour. Which is crazy. I've I've heard stories of girls driving four hours. Hell, driving 10 hours. Just to get some dick. I'm like, and you would never think that because, like, you get it from anywhere. Right. You see, we we, man, we were brought up that women were made of sugar and spice and everything nice. Mm -hmm. We were taught taught that they were the ones that held the reins on emotions and how they function. When in actuality, it's the man that holds the rings on that. Because yep. we do the things, we're the ones historically that have done the things that are passion. Art, music, cooking, stuff like that. Poetry. Not to say that there aren't a couple females out there, but the majority of it is male. We're the ones that express ourselves. We're the ones that have those deep contemplations and put it down on paper somehow. But Unfortunately, a lot of these sex workers don't realize the damage that they're doing to themselves because as time goes on and their ability to get all these men to come watch them perform a physical sexual act or a simulated one is going to diminish. And boom, now she's really going to want somebody to want her for her. And if I can see that a million guys then hit this clip of you ramming some phallic symbol up inside of your vagina for money. Well, when things go bad between me and you and I, and I, and I break down financially, what you going to do? You're going to go back to the same thing? You're going to try to convince me, hey, baby, all I got to do is, have, you know, sleep with a couple guys and I can maintain us. Well, so it looks like uh, it affects uh, sex workers and the clients both at the same time. Not just Facts. Facts. But at the same time, it's still a necessary evil in society. I would say that. I would say it definitely is because everybody deserves to have that intimacy at some point in their life. It's just that I hope the people doing this go into it realistically knowing that she don't love me. She really don't care about me. She's going to say everything I wanted to say because I'm giving her some money. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, when she goes, she's going. She ain't texting you. Hey, baby, how you doing? Good morning. I'll see you later. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. But because Disney still exists, Disney is still fucking people up. And doing it with a smile. <laughs> that's it. I think that's it for the podcast today. All right, man. So, sex workers, positive or negative for society overall? Uh, I'm obviously not. It's a negative. Okay. There might be something level. needed, but I, I got to agree. It's something that's negative. It's negative. 
It's something we tolerate and, and use. Even politicians use it. High value menus. High value menus. Not all, but no matter how you look at it, no matter how you frown upon it, if not you, somebody's going to use it. Otherwise, it wouldn't be a billion dollar industry. Facts. Facts. Which says a lot Facts. about us as a people. So. <laughs> I think at the end of the day, I think sexist is what makes the world go around. Facts. You know, but, you know, when you got relationships where that dude's been married for 20 years, when they first started out, they was banging it out every other night. Now, 20 years later, it might be once a month. Well, speaking of that, um, it's kind of why me personally, I can't see myself getting married. I'd rather just stay like a bachelor the rest of my life. And I'm, I'm in my 30s. And like I said, I've got bodies, but the hunger for something new is always going to be there. Like that hasn't really depleted yet. See me, I'm at a different point now. You know, I got bodies. I've been there, done that, clubs, mm-hmm. bouncer, all that shit, me, me, me and fast women doing fast things. But I actually want to be married one day. I want to come home to one person that's going to hold me down one hundo. So, ladies, if y'all out here listening to this, hit your man up on. See what we can do. Work something out. Okay. See what kind of deal we can make. Should go just go to anchor.fm and then just message the podcast. Talk to us directly. (laughs) There it is. About my ish. So if you ain't about your ish, don't bother with me. You heard the man. I got standards. Just like you should have standards. It's kind of like when you go from your standards to Dan, you want certain things that are included in that package. That's what I want. I want certain things included in that package. Same way she wants certain things included in that package. So don't come to me with $100,000 dreams, but you pushing a bug. I think we're going to end on that note. <laughs> there it is. It's the podcast, guys. So the next time. Matter of fact, I think we should talk about marriage next episode. That's a good one. Yeah. All right, guys. Especially since only 22% episode. of people in this country are married. Yeah. All right, guys. So marriage is next episode. You heard it here it first. <laughs> it is. Later, y'all. Peace out. You ain't got to be a street nigga to be a real nigga. You ain't got to lie in your songs and say you kill niggas. I ain't trying to hear all that fake shit. I don't feel niggas. That's your big homie. Why you always with the little niggas? I don't understand. I probably never will. Haven't signed a deal. I probably never will. Tell your nigga chill. He aggressive off them pills. Help them get addicted but won't help that nigga heal. Hanging out with rats and want to kill them when they squeal. It's y'all niggas for real. <laughs> Everything about the bag. Came here with game, but ain't no set and ain't no rag. Ooh. Niggas throwing signs to a set they never knew. Ooh. Album full of verses, full of shit they never do. Ooh. Please put an end to it. Proper communication, that's how men do it. You know how much it hurt if you been through it. Why would you put your next to kin through it? <laughs> Cause niggas really die over auto-tune lies. Come to where you live just to kill you on live. Focus on yourself, we trying to establish wealth. Got it off the flow, then put it on the shelf. That's called funk sway, how you feel about yourself? Are you incapable or just scared to ask for help?